Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Michael, good morning. How are you? Doing great. How are you guys today? Doing well. You know, we're all fired up because we're going to hear something from the Bears. I don't know what we'll hear from the Bears. I don't expect we'll hear a lot from the Bears. We know the coach is talking. We know that the general manager will talk to the local media uh, down there. I, I believe uh, uh, Matt Eberflus gets to talk to, to uh, all. But I doubt they will reveal whatever their quarterback plan is. But they have a quarterback plan by this point. So it'll be fun to, uh, to catch a lot of the rumors and talk and all such uh, – stuff that will be going on because the Bears are, of course, on the clock. I'm looking at our schedule for today here in Indianapolis. Ryan Poles, 11.45 a.m. Eastern. Now, it all is subject to change because once they start coming through the media room, you never know when you're going to get, who you're going to get, when you're going to get them. But I look forward to sitting down with the general manager and seeing what he has to say and watching for any tells, although he's got a pretty good poker face. Last year, we didn't know what he was up to, and he ended up pulling off that trade that, among other things, got him the first overall pick in this year's draft. So it's going to be interesting to see. I've been on record for months saying that you put too many eggs in one basket when you make a quarterback that first overall pick. You better be damn sure you're getting a generational guy, somebody far closer to Peyton Manning than Jamarcus Russell if you're going to make that pick. Because otherwise, you leverage that pick, you get a lot more, you build out your team around the guy that we still don't know what his ceiling is. That's what I keep coming back to. We don't know how good Justin Fields can be. And when you have players like D.J. Moore, a receiver who came to the team last year as part of that trade package with Carolina, saying, this is the guy. There's nobody out there in this class better than him. When you have teammates that are convinced that Fields is the guy, you really take a big risk if you move fields and take a quarterback with that first pick. So a lot of it comes down to what they can get. And you only find out by engaging in the conversations of what people are willing to pay. Yeah, but it might be a bigger risk if you miss on Caleb Williams and he's a star somewhere else. That'll get you fired in a hurry if you're Ryan Poles, Mike. I think that's a good debate and a great, lively conversation. I want to ask you this. As they get to know Caleb Williams, as they do the background checking and research, what role will it play? How much impact will it have that he does not have an agent? Well, the biggest issue with not having an agent pre-draft is that the other quarterbacks who have agents, and I'm not going to say specific agents do this, but generally the thinking is all's fair. 
when you're trying to get your guy drafted as high as possible. Because that's the, really the only value the agent has. Once you're locked in, your contract is predetermined. It's all pre-negotiated. It's all a formula based on the spot. So the best you can do for your guy is get him taken in the highest spot possible. And I think one of the reasons Lamar Jackson ended up 32nd overall six years ago was because he didn't have anybody out there doing two things, both sword and shield, shielding him against the comments like Bill Pauline saying he should move to running back or receiver. You need somebody who knows how to get Pauline on the line and make the case and get Pauline to go back on the air and modify what he said. You need somebody who's going to call general managers when this stuff starts to get steam and other agents are saying, yeah, take my guy instead. I mean, it's so obvious. It's so transparent, but it happens. So you need that person who is protecting you from the BS that others are trying to put out there and launching their own attacks. Hey, you know, Drake May, he isn't all that good. Jay Daniels, who cares that he won the Heisman Trophy? Here's why my guy's better. Here's why he's worse. Here's why my guy's going to you know, give you job security for the next 10 years. So that's where not having an agent can become an issue. Now, Caleb Williams may be so good, and it may be so baked in that he's the number one overall pick. It doesn't matter. But I'll tell you this, if he slips from number one, one of the potential reasons is going to be he didn't have an agent out there fighting for him when everyone was fighting dirty pre-draft. There is a rookie wage scale, right? There's a rookie uh, 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 wage scale. In other words, it, the agent isn't going to matter when it comes to how much he's going to get paid uh, in his contract. It would matter in the second contract, and maybe that's where it could really bite him. I, I hear what you're saying. Well, no, about, no, but it matters in where you get picked. Right. That's what matters coming in. You need an agent. Hey, the table's set for him to be the number one overall pick. Okay, fine. Now you got to be the number one overall pick. And if the agent's representing the other quarterbacks or the other players that could be the first overall pick, manage to make some inroads and leak some stuff. You know, the C.J. Stroud nonsense last year. Somebody's trying to get C.J. Stroud to not be the second overall pick in the draft or was trying to make the Panthers look better for making Bryce Young the first overall pick in the draft. That's the kind of dirty pool that happens. And, and so, yes, the agent's role for now get your guy drafted as high as possible. After that, it doesn't matter. But the key is getting locked into the spot that pays you the most. Mike, got to ask you about your post this morning. Very compelling, intriguing. Are the Vikings really considering trading Justin Jefferson, or is that just something that if you can't sign him, you might come to the conclusion you might have to, but how realistic is that? Well, like I said last year, if they don't get this guy signed to a long-term deal before the start of the regular season, I'm not going to rule out the possibility that they'll trade him next year in an effort to get themselves in position to get their year-to-year franchise quarterback. Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, the team's GM, had made a comment about Kirk Cousins basically not being Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. Who is? But you're not going to compete for championships without a short-list franchise quarterback. And they haven't had one since Fran Tarkenton, for crying out loud. A year-in-and-year-out guy that is going to take them – to the, to the mountaintop or close to it. They've had plenty of great receivers, and what's that done for them? And they traded Randy Moss. They traded Percy Harvin. They traded Stephon Diggs. They have a history of trading great receivers. All three of those trades happened, I believe, on the Wilfs watch, although I think Red McCombs traded Randy Moss before the Wilfs bought the team. But Harvin and Diggs were both traded by the Wilfs. And if, if Jefferson wants too much, and look, he wanted more than what the Vikings were willing to pay last September. Well, it didn't get any cheaper since last September, and it definitely got more expensive on Friday 
when the salary cap went up 13.6% to $255.4 million. That raises the price for everybody. So my point is this. Until they sign him, a trade is possible. And if they're thinking about trading him and trying to move up in this year's draft, this is the week to do it because everybody's here. You work out your deal. You, you get an agreement in principle. And then on March 13 at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, you, you put the key and you twist it and you tell the league and, and you have an official trade and Justin Jefferson's on a new team. I, I got to tell you, that that is insanity to me. That, that, there's a lot of crazy stuff crazy. going around. Um, That's crazy. Where, where you know, where obviously we look at the cap going up, as you mentioned. I think the Bears are going to have roughly $80 million under the cap by the time all this is said and done. That doesn't mean they're going to spend the $80 million. That doesn't mean that uh, – and I, the fact that everybody has money would indicate that maybe – the market is not going to be great because you're going to jack up the price of everything. Well, let's not forget our good old friend collusion and the (laughs) impact it can have. We saw it last year with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson available to anybody that was willing to give up two first-round picks. And who wouldn't give up two first-round picks for a proven franchise quarterback? Nobody even made him an offer. Oh, the Ravens are going to match it. Oh, he's too injured. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. You can come up with an excuse to support anything you want to do. They can come up with excuses not to pursue Justin Jefferson. They can come up with excuses not to pursue Kirk Cousins and give him a fully guaranteed contract. He's going to be 36, and he's got a, a torn Achilles tendon he's recovering from. So you name a player, and teams can come up with reasons to not pay him. And as the market goes higher and higher, the oligarchs who run the league, and they are American oligarchs, there's no two ways around it. They find ways to win. They find ways to keep as much of their money as possible in their pockets. And that's the thing to watch. We all think it's going to be drunken sailor time. I think it's going to be a lot more strategic. And we're going to see maybe not the kind of ridiculous spending that we thought that this salary cap bump might lead to. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mike, Russell Wilson talks a lot. Is the door still open for him in Denver? (laughs) No, no. And here's why. There's no way he's going to agree to lay the vesting of his 2025 salary, currently guaranteed for injury at $37 million. March 17, 2025 salary becomes fully guaranteed. That was the issue last year. They wanted to delay that until next year. They wanted another year to work with them and make their final decision about what they're going to do because they already own $39 million for this year. He's not going to agree to that. And when you look at the things he said to Brandon Marshall, 
he's got enough stuff that's factually wrong that is kind of inflammatory to the situation from the Broncos' perspective. There's no coming back from that. There's no mending the fence. He's, he's being, you know, the guy who says all the right things by saying, I still want to play for the Broncos. I still want to play for the Broncos. But I also don't want to give up this guarantee. I don't want to change this date. That's the impasse. They're going to release him. He's going to go somewhere else. And the question is, would he take the league minimum of $1.21 million one year, stick the Broncos with the balance, they owe him $39 million. they'd get credit for the $1.21, go somewhere else, be the starter, resurrect his career, see what happens next year. I think that's what he's going to end up doing. Is, is the Bears deal and they're, you know, on the – whatever they decide to do, is that the biggest story at the Combine? Are there bigger stories? That's the one that is the most obvious, but it's kind of like watching and waiting and what's going to happen next. Who's going to get franchise tagged and who isn't? Are the Chiefs going to tag Chris Jones? You know, we already seen the Bengals are going to are going to tag T. Higgins. And one of the reasons, and I have officially tagged him, one of the reasons to apply the tag now, even though there's another week to go before the window closes, you don't want when the tampering starts, and this is tampering central in advance of free agency, you don't want teams to waste their time talking to agents who represent players who are going to be franchise tagged. You know, we're not we're not going to we're not going to try to make you an offer. Then we're not going to put numbers in your head as to what we would pay you if you were going to be a free agent. You're not a free agent, so it doesn't matter. So I think that's why teams do it. They want to just make sure no one tries to get a little too close to their guy that they plan to keep around. So Chris Jones is the one, the Chiefs' great defensive tackle. What are they going to do with him? They haven't tagged him yet, and. And, yeah, it's just, you know, you cast a wide net and you wait to see what happens. But this is a week where a lot of potential business gets done, some stuff that we're expecting and probably some stuff that we're not expecting. Great stuff, Mike. Thank you, buddy. Have a great week at the Combine. Thanks, Mike. See you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.